This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, no one ever thinks about the crew below the decks. They're drinking and they're partying and having lots of sex. They cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day. But when the richies leave the ship, the yachties get to play. Yo, 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 yo. We're heading up the gangplank and going down below. Bravo! Hey, gang. Welcome back to another episode of Gangplank Report. This week, Adrian is at sea, so we have a special guest with us to cover episode seven of Below Deck, and we are welcoming back Captain Tiffany Copeland. Hey, thank you so much for doing this. Hi, thanks for having me back. Of course. It's so cool to be able to still have the super fan and cast member dynamic, and this was Adrian's brainchild because she's always thinking and I take a little bit to catch up but as soon as she said it I was like I would love that that would be perfect (laughs) and you did so good on your super fan episode everybody loved you so many people I was surprised didn't know that you were a captain and Mm. they didn't know about sweet adorable Amelia so you got a lot of good feedback on what a cutie she is so that makes me happy (laughs) before we get into our breakdown of the show I'm going to start off with the rapid recap, okay? Okay. All right. Frazier and Jake have different takes on the morning after. Heather decides to move Jessica to service and late to motivate her, so she says. The primary guest, Michael, is a cancer survivor, and they're chartering to celebrate one year cancer-free. Eddie shares that his mom is also a cancer survivor. Captain Lee changes the plan for starting a charter by leaving Doc two hours earlier and setting up the toys. Raina breaks our collective hearts by sharing that her experiences with racism have made her decide not to have kids so they don't have to experience it. Jake has to quickly learn how to call off distances in feet instead of meters. Fraser sets about reorganizing the laundry room, which includes getting rid of rotten breadfruit. A game of musical decks happens on guest arrival when no one knows where to be. Wes isn't happy that Jake told him he needs to speed up his pace. The booze cruise becomes a boobs cruise as the crew preps the boat for Michael's celebration dinner. The guests go behind the bar and Heather is fuming that Jessica allowed it. She sends Jess to cabins and calls Fraser up to help her instead. Rachel's mammary meal is a hit with the guests. Heather is clueless about the meaning of positive reinforcement, and Jessica is completely blindsided when she finds out none of the compliments she received were sincere. 
Eddie loses his cool when the slide setup goes awry and accidentally bashes Raina upside the head with the foot of the slide. The guests get an encore peeved presentation when Raina and Jake go at each other within earshot of them. And that's a rapid recap. So normally we're going to pull back the curtain a little bit. Normally, Adrian and I, before the show starts, we toss around ideas for the title. So I wasn't going to make you come up with the title on your first time, (laughs) (laughs) but I have three for you to pick from Okay, that we're going to, they called it plenty of Jake to go around and Mm -hmm. we just never liked their titles. I don't know why I feel bad. (laughs) I'm sure the person who comes up with them probably thinks I'm such a witch. (laughs) Or they're like, I wish I would have thought of that. Oh, yeah. Well, I hope. That would be a nice compliment. Okay. So your three choices are Slide Strife, Boobs Cruise, or Mount Edina. I'm going to go with Boobs Cruise. Okay, cool. So this episode for us is called Boobs Cruise. What did you think of it? What was your first impression? It was kind of boring, this Mm -hmm. episode. I would have to agree with you on that, except maybe for the part where Eddie totally lost his crap when they were putting up the slide. That slide looks like such a mess, but you've had to deal with that. How is that slide for real? I don't know. Luckily, I didn't have it on ice. Oh, yeah, that's Ah! right. Oh, look at you. And in real life, I've only ever had to set up one and it was just me and the captain trying to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh that's God. gotta suck. Two oh. people. Oh, yeah. And the water was cold, and I had to be the one to jump in. Oh, no fun. But I, my back was out for the whole next day. Oh, so I bet they are not fun. It looks heavy as heck. Yeah, they are. And this was just utter chaos. I was trying to keep track of the time marks, you know, that they do on it, mm-hmm. and it looked like, from what I could see, it looked like it took about an hour to do. I probably would say, yeah. Yeah, because it started, I want to say about 1040, maybe 1033. And it was, I think, 1140 by the time that they were done. When Wes sucked up the rope in the jet ski, that was at about 1110. So like a half an hour into it. And they're still only at that part. (laughs) I mean, there's got it. Some designer should come up with a way that makes it like somewhere on the top of the boat that they put like this little cabinet or something where it pops out. Like it's got its own inflator. I'm sure on like some big fancy, like 300 footer. I'm sure they have something like that. Yeah. They need something because this is a hot mess every single time. I don't think we've seen it. Well, that's not true. Last season, Lloyd had it going pretty smoothly. Yeah. I was going to say Lloyd Lloyd was good at it. Yeah. He had that engineering background. So that Mm -hmm. helped him out a little. You know what? They just need to do it like they do on an airplane. Like yeah. when you have a crash landing in the water. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here you go. Pops out of the ceiling. <laughs> drop the anchor and <laughs> there it goes. That's so funny. <laughs> that would be great. Million dollar I'm... idea. Million dollar idea. idea. There you go. <laughs> Captain Tiffany Copeland, folks, is going to be a millionaire's and she's going to live on her preserve in Virginia and live <laughs> off slide money. Oh my God. That'd be so nice. Mailbox slide money. Yep. <laughs> So, okay. What did you think about the guests? I thought, I don't know how many people who listen know this. I know my friends on Twitter know this. My 
daughter-in-law is going through chemo right now. So mm -hmm. cancer is a big pull for my heartstrings. And knowing that he was celebrating, I wanted to celebrate him too. And you don't hear a ton about men struggle with breast cancer, but right. it's a thing. And I just thought they were very chill, cool people. What did you think of them? I love them. Like, I think Lee said, like, they're just a meat and potato mm -hmm. kind of group. And they were, and it was kind of refreshing just to like have a normal group again, but it doesn't make for great TV. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. It was funny to watch them. The daughter, Nicole, she's mm -hmm. a little bit of a wild card. Right? She's like, dad, don't look. I'm taking the top off. I know. That was crazy to I'm me. Like, Can we be friends? And yeah. And she was hitting on Jake to talk. Oh, and like her husband is like 10 feet away. You know? <laughs> like you have no shame, girl. <laughs> But they seem really laid back. I was surprised about the hamburgers and hot dogs. But that's what they wanted. Well, and I found that out later because when I'm live tweeting, I don't mm -hmm. really realize it. And I was, I tweeted, I'm like, I would be so bummed if I showed up on a yacht and got burgers and hot dogs. It was on their preference sheet. Yeah. And that's what one of the people on Twitter pointed out that it was on the preference sheet. So she did exactly what they asked for. And mm -hmm. then it made sense to me. It's probably one of those things where it's a haves and haves nots. Mm -hmm. Burgers are so typical in my life that right you know I don't get filet mignon maybe they get a lot of filet mignon so they want a burger so right it's that's one of those things where I'm never going to be able to relate to these people <laughs> but yeah they seemed very happy with the food they mm -hmm. really liked her a lot we did have one part of this episode that was really moving and a little bit deep, which we haven't gotten a lot of this year. Raina and Wes were talking together and kind of comparing their experience with race, with him being in the islands in St. Thomas and her being in the U.S. And she told some really heartbreaking events that have happened to her, like getting beat up by three white guys in an elevator with her friend mm -hmm. in Minnesota. And then she shared that she doesn't want to have kids because she doesn't want to have them go through it. And I was just blown away by the power of that. It was, it was totally heartbreaking. And it's something that needs to be talked about. Two white girls isn't the way. So <laughs> we're not the best avenue for it, but I really hope that it gets discussed and broken down by the right people. I would love to be a part of listening to the conversation, mm -hmm. but it moved me so much, but at the same time made me feel so helpless. I want to fix this so badly because my nephew is from Papua New Guinea. So mm -hmm. my great nieces are biracial and I don't want this for them. I don't want it for anybody, but it touches close to home. So that was a step out of the normal below deck, I thought, where mm -hmm. they got into something deep. But then they got themselves back on what we're used to. And we saw this chaotic kind of thinking, in my opinion, about Heather deciding to put Jessica on lates and on service and mm -hmm. move Frazier to laundry and earlies. So yeah. when you saw it did you think that her motivation was 
to, we took a poll and I just want to see where you stand. Last night we took a poll and did you think it was meant to motivate Jessica and try and get her in gear? Or did you think it was a setup? I kind of think it was a setup. Yeah. I mean, service just doesn't seem like it's her thing. Right. I mean, laundry doesn't either. Right. But <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> we'll go with But on our poll. Bless her heart. <laughs> yeah. Bless her sweet love and Jesus heart. Um, <laughs> on our poll, 66% said that they thought it was a total setup and 33% thought that Heather was trying to motivate. You said you watch, watch what happens live last night and I missed it. Rachel and Jessica were both on. Mm-hmm, yeah. What was Jessica's impression? Jessica said she thinks it was a setup I don't remember if Rachel chimed in on that but I think she also uh, actually I think maybe Rachel said it was to motivate but I I can't remember it was so late at night <laughs> yeah she and Heather are friends so it wouldn't uh, surprise me if that she makes said sense that. I wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt but the fact that she told Fraser first mm-hmm. and they powwowed about it and she didn't tell Jess until the next day and then Fraser acted like he didn't know that it was coming that's when it seemed very hokey to me. And he was like, oh, you know, like it was the first time he was hearing it. I'm like, you're so full of crap. (laughs) (laughs) I was getting a little bit of like Kate and Josiah vibes Mm -hmm. there with Caroline. Yeah. But not as mean. (laughs) Yeah, it hasn't gotten as mean yet. It hasn't gotten to blaring a radio outside the cabin door, but it's still, it's grating on me. And Mm -hmm. watching Fraser clean up the laundry room and organize it. He did a great job. I'm not taking Mm -hmm. away from the fact that he does a good job. He knows what he's doing, but him complaining about it the whole time to me, isn't different than Jessica moping while she's doing it. You know, (laughs) it's kind of same, same dude, you know, you're Mm -hmm. griping. She's moping. It's not all that different and Mm -hmm. when you add heather's voice in with his griping they seem like a bigger problem dynamic to me than her just doing her own thing in the laundry but Mm -hmm. there might be stuff we haven't seen i don't know but i just feel for her she kind of seems oblivious though to me does she seem that way to you yeah a little bit but i mean they were giving her false praise too right and i think that's part of it But it seems like, and I can't tell because I don't know the layout of the ship very well, but they'll have these conversations in the pantry and then they pan over and it makes it look like she's sitting right next to them while they're talking in the very next room while they're talking about her and she doesn't catch on. And maybe (laughs) that's just the editing, but (laughs) yeah, it just looks like, how can you not know that these people can't stand you? You They they talk about it all the time and they don't even look around or peek their head out and let's make sure she's not there kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like Raina and Wes arguing in the the swim club. Raina and Jake. Raina and Jake. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. And it was so idiots. I can't imagine not realizing. Well, so you're next to like the engine room and they're on generator when they're out on anchor. Okay. So you have a lot of background noise. So you kind of have to talk over it Uh, and you might not think you're talking so loud. And when you're on the water and it's nice and calm, assuming it was calmish that day, didn't look super windy. mm -hmm. Your voice is going to carry. 
Ah, okay. So I think that's probably what happened. Okay. That's the good inside information. That's the kind of stuff Adrian brings to this too, because Mm -hmm. honestly, I'm oblivious. I wouldn't have even put that together Mm because to me, it just was like, what are you even freaking thinking? (laughs) You've got guests on board. And even Mm -hmm. if you want to take it, we can take it from their fighting onto Eddie's meltdown. Oh my God. And you know, the guests are like right below you. Exactly. And he's been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was just, I mean, he was dropping F-bombs and it was craziness to me. He was madder than a pissed on chicken. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> God, he's so turning into Lee. I'm waiting for him to come up with one-liners. I'm so oh, waiting no. for it. Unless production has this thing and they've said, no, one-liners are Lee's and Rachel's and you can't do that. Right. <laughs> It's got to be coming at some point, but he was even kind of being snippy with Kat and Lee. And I was Mm -hmm. like, dude, slow your roll. You're going to get thrown overboard. (laughs) (laughs) But I do have to agree. It was a lot of people yelling. So it did have a lot of confusion, but he seemed to really, I don't know. He just blew. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is what his third go around, fourth go around. Fourth, right? He was on one and two and then he was on eight and nine, right? Yeah. He's probably just trying to impress Lee, trying to save a little face. You know, yeah. it all comes down to him, but right. how to keep it professional. Yeah. But it was so funny to me to watch the, I don't want to call it hypocrisy, <laughs> just kind of the irony of Lee saying that he's really got a reel in his temper while Lee's dropping GDs left and right. right. Yep. And then Eddie coming back to Jake and Raina and saying, what are they thinking? They're a guest right there. I'm like, you were just dropping <laughs> F-bombs in front of them like two hours ago. So they are showing him becoming a little Lee. It's very funny uh-huh. to me. <laughs> but we'll see how it goes. That's mm-hmm. where it ended. They left it with the Raina and Jake fight and Eddie being all mad. It looks like next week, I don't know what's going to happen. Jessica looks like she's about done. I'm surprised. I really thought she was going to hang in there, but maybe it's just too much to be around. Well, well, she did say she slept on it mm-hmm. and she's going to stick it out. But like when you get to that point, right. In my experience, you need to go. You're going to be miserable. It's not going to get better, especially if you're not fitting in. Right. I've been on a boat or two like that. And it's just, damn it, I should have left like two months ago. Right. So. Yeah, but six weeks, you'd like think that they could. You can can do it. (laughs) Yeah. What did Kevin Lee say? He could stand on his head and pee upside down for six weeks or something. I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope she stays. I really like the route that she and Wes are going. I think they're so wholesome together. They are. They're really cute. I don't know what's going to happen with Jake. It looks like next week he's on to Heather. And I had said something about that last week how I noticed it a little bit Mm -hmm. and it kind of seemed like it might have been because he was drunk and he might still be drunk this time (laughs) after a yachty drunk (laughs) 
I've never heard of such a thing. Exactly. I mean, it's such a rarity on this show. I don't get it <laughs> how it came about. So Heather seems kind of teasish with it. I think she is very, how do I put this kindly? Camera aware? Yeah. Yeah. I get that she vibe. She knows how to her. play into it. Mm-hmm. Get, get some ratings. Trying to keep her job for next season. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, that kind of bugs me more. I'm the kind of person who likes the real in reality. I like mm-hmm. Raina because Raina doesn't give two craps. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She's going to be herself. She's going to say what she thinks and she doesn't care that a camera is recording it except right. when she was talking about watching gay porn and then she apologized to her parents. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> but she still said it. So those are the kind of people that I like where I feel like they've forgotten about the cameras and they're just kind of doing their thing and I'm really watching them work. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You've been there. I was very aware. Are you? I was very aware. And it made me not want to say what was actually on my mind because I was so aware. Mm-hmm. Like even in our talking heads, like the green screen, whatever right. you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Like production be like, so what do you think about this group? Did you think this? And I'm like, mm, I know they're going to watch this. Exactly. So, nope, they're great. Yeah, <laughs> they're fine. They're fine. And Tiffany hasn't been back for another season. <laughs> exactly. I was too boring. <laughs> that, well, Adrian has said the same thing that she thinks a lot of it is that the normal people who actually care about other people's feelings mm-hmm. and don't want to do drama for drama's sake are the people that get dropped, you know, right, right away. Yeah. They're looking for people who are going to cause conflict and right. whatever. So, and I get that. And there's some people who can do both. I have issues with Rachel, but I think Rachel can do both. I think she can play to the camera, Mm -hmm. but still you're seeing her do her job. If that makes sense. Where with Heather, it seems a little more like she came from an open casting call. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm going to play the part of the chief stewardess and, <laughs> you know, I'm going to make up cheers in my confessionals. <laughs> just reminds me of Danny from my season. Yeah. Yeah. And it just bugs me. I mean, peppy people kind of sometimes bug me because anyway, <laughs> I'm so cynical and nasty all the time. <laughs> but there's just something about her that I wanted to like her. I liked Francesca. Nobody else seemed to. I was on an island alone with her, but I came in wanting to like Heather and Mm -hmm. I just, she just lost me a couple episodes and I can't get it back. I mean, it's going to be hard to replace Kate. Yeah, it is. And I think Katie too, from Med and Daisy Mm -hmm. from Sailing both of them were so endearing and I like them so much. They had the whole package. And so this is just kind of a letdown from that because it just seems kind of so, I don't know, Malibu Barbie. Well, I guess it would be Honolulu Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) That should have been the title. (laughs) Anyway, that's pretty much, was there anything else coming up in the previews that you saw? Oh, doesn't Lee kind of stomp down on that exterior? with the deck crew. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have been dropping the ball a lot. The interior doesn't seem to be dropping the ball from what Lee can see, at least. Right. Yeah. And Fraser got his compliments, so he's happy. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I have that written down. (laughs) Finally. Good, Good job. Good job. Did you see Fraser's comment? 
Lee last week was like, oh, you didn't get a compliment. What are you, butthurt? And Fraser's like, butthurt? Jake and I just kissed. <laughs> I didn't see that. I saw Captain Lee's comment and I was like, oh, you, you got to maybe not have that in your lexicon anymore, Lee. <laughs> but I didn't see his reply. That's so funny. Maybe he's got me blocked. I don't know. <laughs> I was on the Fraser train at the beginning. It's, mm. it's just the past couple episodes. I still could get back on it. I feel yeah. like that's something where I can vacillate because he does have that kind of one-liner quality that I like in the snark, which mm-hmm. I'm usually a fan of. I just don't like snark when it crosses over into mean. So if he can right. reel it back in, we'll be solid again, Fraser. Don't block me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this week we were able to record the super fan early. So Adrian will be back for the super fan episode with one of my favorite Twitter people. So I'm excited about that. But next week, Tiffany has agreed to come back. So I'm looking forward to doing this with you again. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. We're going to make Adrian jealous. (laughs) (laughs) And now I have an excuse to watch the episode, which my husband won't watch with me. So oh. I'm, bed. I'm like, oh, I got to do research. Sorry. <laughs> I let John go to bed and he has the TV on. He always sleeps the Cartoon Network. And I go out in the living room and I stream it on the PC and nice. I tweet from there because it's like it. his snoring will distract me and I'll miss too much. I already missed the preference sheet with the burgers and dogs this week. Right. I can't afford anymore. <laughs> Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. Be sure to catch us for the super fan episode where Adrian's back and then we'll see you next week for the recap again. Thanks everybody. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me, hearties.